Welcome to Talks with Trivium. My name is Michelle Schaller. I'm the Senior Director of Behavioral Health at Trivium Life Services. Trivium Life Services is a nonprofit organization headquartered in Council Bluffs, Iowa. We have locations in Iowa, Nebraska, Idaho, Vermont, and New Hampshire. Services vary by location and include long-term support services, such as supported community living for individuals with intellectual disabilities, physical disabilities, and or complex mental health diagnoses. We have intensive residential service homes that provide community-based services for adults with severe and persistent mental illness and or substance use disorders. We also provide a range of behavioral health services, including your traditional counseling mental health services, employee assistance programs, student assistance programs, outpatient substance use disorder treatment, including partial day hospitalization, as well as domestic violence offender intervention. Our goal in Talks with Trivium is to introduce you to some of those services and the people providing them. We'll discuss topics related to mental health and seek to continue to normalize mental health as a component of overall health. Welcome to our next round of Talks with Trivium. I am here with my new co-host for this round. We've got Corey Tierney. Hello. Welcome. Excited to be here with you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here as well. Yeah. Well, this round, we're going to be talking about LTSS or long-term supportive services. Correct. Yep. Okay. Sometimes I make up what acronyms mean. So I'm glad I've been doing that one right for the last year. (laughs) You got it. Long-term support services. So what is that? So long-term support services are um, services out there to support individuals with disabilities in different environments. Eventually, they have facilities and employment. Okay. So when you say residential services, what does that actually look like? It can look very different depending on each individual's needs. We have residential services that can support individuals in 24-hour care. Those homes kind of look different, but Most of them are three to four bedroom homes where individuals live with roommates with staff support up to 24 hours a day. Okay. Um, We also provide residential support to individuals that may live independently in their own apartment. That may look like a few hours a day, a couple days a week. Or um, we may go into an individual's home that lives with a family member and offer different supports in that capacity as well. Oh, wow. What are some of the most common supports that people need when they're in residential services? Using the word common is kind of hard in what we do (laughs) because everybody is so different. Their needs expand greatly, but medication support is a big one that we do. Um, We offer a lot of transportation. We we provide support with medical needs back and forth to doctor appointments, but uh, it, it definitely does vary. Each individual has a very individualized support plan and our supports are very based on their needs. Each client has their own individualized support plan. Correct. And they have identified goals. Right. Um, So those goals could look like being active in the community, taking their medications as they're prescribed, having a job. If that's something that's important to them, absolutely. And then from there, life is just kind of life, right? So they have their own relationships and families and sometimes maybe even pets, um, hobbies and interests. Our goal is to help each individual live the life that they want to live. We help them identify what's important to them. We help them to discover their interests. We help them to to live whatever life they want to live and, and kind of help safety, help them stay healthy and help them be as successful as, as they can be when they identify those those needs and what's important to them. And then tell me a little bit about who who is your client? Who do you serve? What's the range there? 
Um, it varies. So in LTSS, we support individuals with developmental or intellectual disabilities. We support um, individuals with chronic mental illness and um, also individuals with brain injuries. And are we talking adults only? We have served some folks that were 16, but that takes a, a specific case. But sure. most of our individuals are 18 and older, yes. And then, you know, kind of in my experience in the behavioral health side, services are not short term, but shorter term. Tell me a little bit about kind of the average length of services or length of stay for your programs. It varies. Our individuals with some of the developmental or intellectual disabilities are usually with us for long term. They move into one of our homes at a at a younger age and, and are with us through their adulthood until they sometimes move into a nursing home or pass away. That is where they're comfortable. Yeah. That is where they can live the most independently. It's natural progression for for anybody as an adult to to move out into their own home after you know they graduate high school or turn twenty five. And even if you have a de- developmental disability, you still want to have that natural progression and move out of mom and dad's home. And Trivium helps provide that to people. And being there through those adult years helps folks to have that independent lifestyle. And so we're there through that time for folks and allow them to have that progression in life that everybody else has. We all crave independence, don't we? Absolutely, absolutely. And having that support allows everybody to do that. I'm somewhat familiar with your programs, and I know that for residential programs where it's a a 24-hour setting or a more intensive setting, there's roommates. Have you ever had the situation where you have a potential new roommate and let's say there's three ladies in the house already and two are like, heck yeah, this, this gal fits right in. And then you have a holdout. How do you address that? Encouraging people to get to know each other and find that commonality and common ground is a way that we encourage people to support each other. Yeah, Spending time together is important. Living together is never easy. There's always going to be hardships. There's always going to be struggles. Most of the time, everybody can make it work. Yeah. They spend time together. You know, they can find that common ground. And, and usually with staff support, it turns out okay. And it sounds like sometimes people surprise themselves. Like they might think that they're not ever going to get along. And then they spend some time, kind of go through some stuff, share a few meals. And all of a sudden you find that you do have some things in common. Absolutely. And some of the most unlikely relationships are some of the greatest that are developed. Do you have any pairs in mind that you can think of that are just natural BFFs? There were some older gentlemen living together and they meshed very well. And we had a referral for an individual who was a lot younger. Usually we try to encourage people of the same age because they have some real likes and they want to do some of the same things. Yeah. But this young man cling to these older gentlemen. And it was just, it was the perfect match. They kind of took him under their wing and and just uh, created a a very cohesive home environment. And it worked out great. That's incredible. If you were going to live with three roommates, (laughs) would you want to live with people your age? Or I just feel like I would want to live with my grandma's age, Mm -hmm. like somebody who cooks (laughs) because I don't want to cook. I'll do the dishes. If I had to live with three roommates, I definitely think I would want to live with somebody who has more experience than I, somebody yeah. I can learn from. So definitely, yeah. This 
speaking of experience, tell me a little bit about your experience, your trajectory of your career. How did you come to work at Trivium and what does that look like for you? So prior to working for Trivium, I was in early childhood. I was managing a daycare facility and I had a friend who encouraged me to move into this to this field. I will be with Trivium 10 years in March. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And I have been in a lot of different areas with this company. I started in Prevoke. That is Prevoke. Prevoke is something that really isn't as around as much as it used to be. Okay. It was a, a program that was focused on teaching um, employment skills, but it wasn't in an integrated setting. Is that like pre-vocational? Yes. Okay. Pre-vocational. It was like a lot of sheltered workshops. Okay. And that is something the state of Iowa has really moved away from. Sure. Um, supported employment is now the new focus and it's all community integrated. But when I started that, that was what, what we were doing at the time. So that's where I started. And then I moved into the supported employment field. Um, I got to be a part of encouraging and assisting clients in finding their first job out in the community. And that was super rewarding to be a part of. A lot of great experience in that. Um, and then I moved into a residential role and I was a team coordinator and a supervisor and supported folks residentially. And then I shifted gears and was a manager over our day habilitation pro program and supported employment in Pottawatomie County. And then now I am the market director in Harrison County overseeing the programs there. So Very I've kind of cool. dabbled in a lot of different programs since I've been in Trivium, but it's it's been a great experience seeing the successes and stories that all of the clients have in the different programs. Yeah. About how many houses do you have in the market that you're responsible for? We have 10. So 10 houses with up to four clients per yep. home? Three to four clients in each home. Okay. Yep. And then you mentioned your experience helping people find that, that first job. So what makes for a good first job? Well, it depends on everybody's likes and dislikes. Sure. In the employment field, it's really important for us to to learn about the individual skills, what what gets them excited, the environment they that they would thrive in. So those are important pieces that we would learn about somebody before we go find that first job. So taking the time to, to learn those things is, is huge. And then going and finding it is, is the next, next piece. So did you find you needed to kind of do some pre-teaching to a, a potential employer and build those relationships? That, that was a big part of it, networking and having those conversations with the employer and a lot of job carving, um, creating a, a specific job for an individual based on those skills and and what would be successful for them is is part of the process as well yeah partnership within our community is how we're successful so building those relationships absolutely. is huge it is absolutely what was your first job busing tables hey <laughs> my first <laughs> do you want to say what restaurant it was at ayler brothers oh i've never heard of that does not exist anymore <laughs> i was and how old were you 14. Okay. I was 15 and my first job was at a little pizza place called Pizza Italia in, in Texas. And um, my job was to bring the pizza from the kitchen to the table. That's it. Oh, well, that's <laughs> not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. For first job, so much of it is about the social aspect of it and learning those new skills, learning how to advocate and be held accountable. And yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's an experience. So 10 years, what have been some of the biggest changes that you've seen happen in your day-to-day -day work in the field and working with clients like the ones that we do? I would say one of the biggest changes was seeing the pre-vocational programs 
kind of go away and the shift to supported employment, integrated employment, I think that is very important. Community integration is a fundamental piece of what we do in long-term support. We want our folks to be as involved in the community as they choose to be. You know, that's that's a big part of it, especially in the employment field. So that was a huge change that I have witnessed. Another change would be the documentation standards that we have to work through. There's a lot of policy and procedure in what we do, a lot of making sure we're following rules and doing what we're supposed to, and then, you know, encouraging our staff to make sure that we're documenting as such an appropriate manner and and moving through those changes and coaching appropriately is has been one of those those challenges but it it's been a positive change as well one thing that makes it difficult is the skills that make you a really good direct support person professional helper aren't the same skills that make you a really solid documentation person yep that that's exactly how it is those pieces that make you you know an excellent caregiver yes. do not align with those qualities that make you very good at collecting data. What makes you hopeful for the future? Long-term support services are exciting. My day is never the same. I never know what's going to happen or what supports I'm going to have to offer, whether it be to a staff member or to a client. It's exciting. It's rewarding. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's sad, but it's a lot of fun. I get to see a lot of wins. It's the life part of Trivium Life Services, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. We're blessed to be able to share that with so many people Mm -hmm. and be so close to the highs and lows of life. The wins are my favorite. Um, We see the wins in the clients and also the staff. Seeing those successes are, are what makes it so fun. As a market director, you do have oversight of so many you know, homes and teams and direct support professionals. Ultimately, what makes for the best? What are you looking for when you're recruiting for a, a caregiver? The best caregivers are the ones that are really good at communication, are open-minded and are calm and collected. But also, you know, it, it varies from personalities with the individuals that we serve as well. Not everybody meshes the same with everybody else. We need varied personalities. We need people with varied ideas or different personalities. We need the introverts. We need the extroverts. We need the excited people. We need the people who are quiet and maybe don't talk a lot because all of our clients gravitate to somebody different or somebody new. So there really isn't a specific person that we're looking for in being a good caregiver Obviously, we need somebody who's kind and, and compassionate and caring and honest. You know, there, there are those things that we do need. But as far as personality and characteristics, we need all sorts of people. It takes all kinds. Yeah, absolutely. I imagine it'd be important to be somewhat patient. Yes. Mm-hmm. And probably a sense of humor doesn't hurt either. No, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Well, I am excited to just kind of continue our conversations. I know we're going to get to meet a client during our time together, talk to another market director, Jamie, and just going to dig in and talk people. Sounds good. Thank you so much. It's great to see you and I'll be seeing you soon. Thank you. You can find more information in our episode notes about Trivium Life Services, services we provide and additional resources specific to this episode. You can find us at www.triviumlifeservices.org. Trivium is spelled T-R-I-V-I-U-M. Thank you.